the fact that like you know like you know our house here we've got three bins and like an extra yeah. bin for paper <laughs> and then there's like a chute and then you're not allowed to, and you're not allowed to just burn tires you know I mean what's that about you know and it's, it's madness just, you know, it's, it, this country's got the, this whole sort of like everyone's recycling and everyone's just you know and it's just it's everyone's with it you know conservation and it's in England there's people just you know there's people like smoking rubbish you know what I mean it's but do you, do you enjoy the, the half flash moment Moment, the moment when you have to decide, mm, is that worth a full or a half? Yeah, I know, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> Where you just, I like to say that, you know, I'm not boasting about my downstairs <laughs> movement, but, you know, it's very rarely a half flush. <laughs> well, it's a half flush program. It's Get This, we'll be back for more in a moment. It's those Eurythmics here at Triple M. It's get this. Uh, Ross Noble's joined us despite uh, an injury fitness cloud hanging over his head. <laughs> and, uh, Ross, I just want to tell you, we went and saw you over and over again in 1999 in Edinburgh. Me and Richard Malloy, Rue, who's on Tough yep. Love. And we just, we just, we're addicted to you. And we just went along every night. And I remember we would go... Is he making it up? Is it, there's got to be a trick to it. Is he, <laughs> well, well, me, I tell you. It can't be different every night. There must be something that's going to come back. And I remember there's one night we went to see you were hosting Late and Live. Yeah, you know, we yeah. Just, just explain what Late and Live oh, is yeah. too. Late and Live. Well, it's it sort of changed a bit now because these youngsters didn't go. <laughs> the theatre burned down, didn't it? It did, yeah. <laughs> that's how tough it, it is. I think that's all you need to say about it. <laughs> it, was a, it was a room which, it was a nightclub but it, the, the gig didn't start until, like, they didn't open the doors till midnight, so the show started about half twelve. And it was um, Scottish people, like, it was all the, <laughs> like, the hardcore Scottish drinkers would turn up, and then it would be filled with comedians. So it would be, I think it was probably about 300 people. Well, legally, it held about 250. <laughs> right. But 250 drunken Scottish people would turn up, and then, like, about 100 kind of media types from <laughs> London that had come up to go, oh, who's very funny this year? <laughs> and, and then just, like, comics who all had passes who would get in. So you'd have this kind of mixture of just volatile and then kind of industry and then this... And people would just literally... It didn't matter who was on. Like, I used to host this show, and it would come on, and people would just... The second that anyone walked out on that stage, it would just be like this barrage of heckling. And I saw Daniel Kitson when you were hosting him. Daniel Kitson came out, got one line out, and was just booed and canned off the stage. Yeah, just, yeah. And and it's funny because he sort of then later came back. It's funny because people kind of got a tip and just went, I'm not having that. Right, and then, right. And then he came back and sort of... I think he still hosts it now, actually. Right, it's, right. It's moved to an easier He place. had a suit and tie on uh, in those days. Yeah. He was yeah, very that, fancy. That, yeah, there's your first mistake <laughs> in life. Walk out in anything other than something that's got beer and blood on it. But what go, we, know, but we noticed it. that you just wouldn't put up with anything because you were just you would just engage these people. I remember one night you had a uh, shirt on that had Echo on it and there was a guy just yelling out, Echo! Echo, yeah. <laughs> echo, and yeah. you misheard it. And I remember you saying, Gecko, heckling me with lizards now, are you? Okay. And you just spent the whole night saying salamander to him. <laughs> you don't remember any of this, do no, you? That but, sounds like me. But the night that <laughs> I shout, if in doubt, shout, just shout back with something else. Shout lizards at just, people. Yeah, we, there was a few good things that happened. Like, for example, there was one night there was, a, um, uh, there was some people and they were just like feeding their face with crisps. So, like, <laughs> you know, chips and that. And uh, so I opened up an umbrella and tipped hundreds of packets of crisps <laughs> under the umbrella and we um, we passed this the, the crisps around the room, you know, like a sort of a peace type thing. Did that placate and them? 
Strangely, it did. Everyone just went, well, you know, Scottish people, they just went potato-based fried things. Ooh, you know. And another night, so some t- Phil Kay ended up, like, naked on stage while I was playing the drums, you know. So it was... It was oh, sorry. That's all right, we'll edit that That was out. me hitting the microphone there. That wasn't me being punched, going, shut up! Sorry, so you were going to say... No, I was just going to say, the night we remember the most was... You managed to get about 40 minutes of material out of finding a cop in the audience. And you got a cop oh, up on stage. The police lineup. Yeah, and you yeah, sent the cop yeah. backstage. Yeah. And then you questioned the audience and said, Have we got any criminals in the audience? Yeah, yeah. And you managed to find six people who'd all been convicted of varying offences, <laughs> ranging yeah. from breaking and entering to something to do with goats that I think you just said yeah. was a goat effer. And you had them lined up and you said, Let's arrange them in order of. Of severity Sorry of to be crime. feeding your material no, 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 back. You're, no, you're right. I forgot about that. Yeah, Arrange no, them in good. order of criminality. Yeah. And then you made up a song called Rearrange the Criminals. <laughs> oh, yeah. Where you, you reordered them on stage and then you brought the cop back out. And he had to put them in put order. Put them in order by asking them questions. And he did. He did. He that was the do it. And he didn't, answer, it? he didn't ask any direct questions. Yeah. What did he ask? His, what he was, it was insane. He just went, you stand there, you stand there, <laughs> you go there and you're there. And he lined them up perfectly. And the audience was just, and this is an audience. But the funniest thing about that, and I'm glad, I'm glad that I'm glad that you saw it because um, it was amazing. I just the audience were like people were laughing so hard they were just lying on the floor (laughs) on top of each other. They were they were committing crimes on the off chance that they could get on stage. But the thing that um, the thing that uh, about that, which the funniest thing about that whole thing, and uh, I'm glad I could fill you in this many years (laughs) later on what actually happened was I said to the cop. You go backstage and Not. and you know and we'll put these people in order and blah blah blah. He walked backstage, but after the show finished, you remember how there was a band? Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. obviously, fellas in bands, they're partial to the wacky backy, <laughs> oh, they're partial to a little bit of drug taking. So this cop went backstage. So literally, these guys are kind of half listening, and somebody who was just watching through the curtain went, "He's sending a policeman back here." So they're just flushing drugs and just what's good. Like that. And this bloke walks in and these guys are all sat there just wafting smoke away and just like wiping powder off. The Hi, hello there. Because the backstage area was kind of debauched, you know. And this bloke just walked in and he just went, I'm off duty. I'm not going to nick you. And they were all just like, I came off and like, you know, all the punters and stuff were going, oh, great night tonight, Ross. We had a right laugh. And the band were just staring at me going, you owe us money for our drugs. <laughs> 40 grand. Yeah, exactly, yeah. Well, that was a great show. And I mean, that was, we were just addicted to Ross Noble and mm. still touring around, still talking rubbish. Do you much, fo- yeah, do you just, just on a grander scale <laughs> with less drunk and angry Scottish people. Do you ever just find, you, does the battery ever run out on stage? Do you ever just find yourself at a blank? Not really. Like sometimes sometimes I'll, I'll follow an idea and, you know, because you take an idea and you sort of play with it. And sometimes I'll follow an idea and you'll sense an audience going, whoa there, <laughs> you know, hang on. And then, you know, but, you know, but usually it's easy enough to kind of, you just keep going and people go, oh, I'll see what you see but, um, yeah. Sorry, there was a great. I saw your show last night. Yeah. It was a great bit where it was like a, a pith, which was the kind of here. Oh, a pith! Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I got into it. I was trying to say pick, and what was it? A, pit, uh, a pitchfork and a pick. Yeah, a pick. A, and a pick. Because you know how the seven dwarves carry picks. <laughs> uh, yes, they yeah, do. That's because for some reason they're into mining, which I've never fully understood. And I've also never understood why the Lone Ranger says like they go hi ho hi ho. But the Lone Ranger also says, hi-ho, silver, yes. implying that he rides a dwarf horse. 
which has always confused me slightly. But um, I was trying to talk about uh, dwarf drilling equipment, and, and I couldn't decide whether to say pitchfork or what was the other one? Uh, uh, oh, pick. Pick. Yeah. yeah. And because um, I have got a bit of an agitual and it was quite painful because I've been dancing around the stage like an idiot. <laughs> My mind just for a second just went. And instead of me just going, oh, I've got nothing funny to say, I went, do I say a pitchfork or do I say a pick? And because my mind was racing, I just went, a pith. <laughs> and the audience went, a what? A pith. A pith. Um, so, yeah, so probably about, what, 15 minutes of the show? 15 minutes, 15 minutes out of there. 15 minutes, it was an explanation of, of a pith. And it got to the point where the, t- the two guys that were discussing the pith were handing it to yeah. each other. And then it became the... Like the conch in the Lord of the Flies, where you can only speak if you've got the, you know. Got it was the great because you know some of you, you like you say, you were dancing around stage and, and it's quite you know big and crazy and stuff. Yeah. But that was quite like it was quite it's almost realism. It was just this crazy. Yeah. It was just yeah. very calmly passing this pith back and forth, having a discussion but, about but it. the thing that I love and and I I, I was doing this thing uh, about these two talking pigs like um, <laughs> in a couple of months back, and it's the sort of thing where if you if you get into something like that, it, nobody. And as I said last night, nobody goes, what are you doing? It's kind of like, it just this. it went on and on and on. It's just and it a was, standard day at the office. And it, yeah. And you sort of look up and go, all right. Then. We just needed to know how it ended. That's the, yeah, that's <laughs> the true. audience. We were like, I can't even remember how it ended in the no. end. Oh, no, that's right. He got a job with Dan Oz Direct. <laughs> of yeah. course. Yeah. That's it, what I thought you that, would say. That was his pitch. <laughs> well, let's have some more piff. In just a few moments. Get this. Uh, this has lasted uh, longer than probably anyone expected. For census, one, two, three, four on Triple M. In excess, the new look in excess <laughs> here on Get This. Ross Noble has joined us this morning. And uh, look, if he's coming to your town, go and see him. It's as simple as that. Yeah, he's, uh, I've got some dates here. There's some uh, after Melbourne. We've got uh, a bit of Perth and some Canberra and Brisbane. It's all on the website. We yeah. go to one of those places, Ed. Go off. Canberra, Perth. No, I've been Adelaide. Canberra, yeah, Canberra. Yeah, and oh, and then, and do you go up north? Do you? Oh, why? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, there you go. I'm uh, um, north of what's that one? <laughs> Brisbane. That's the so one. Gold Coast. Yeah, we Gold got some Coast. Do just look for an ad that says Ross Noble, <laughs> and then book your tickets. It's just as simple yeah. as that, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Or like just, that. or just wait until an unusual stranger, <laughs> i.e., me, comes into town. <laughs> Follow me. What about? <laughs> Don't, please. And I, was just, I always do this. I always come on the radio and just go, follow me. And then I'll get followed. And then I get annoyed oh, about it. You don't want to say that. Exactly. I'll end up in Namibia, <laughs> surrounded by lions. Will you end up in the Sudan? Listen to this story in the papers today. Sudanese man forced to marry goat. Oh, I read about this. A man in Sudan was forced to marry a goat after the goat's owner caught him red-handed, quote, in a relationship with my goat. <laughs> A local newspaper reports the man, Mr. Tombay, was a neighbour of the goat's owner. It was around midnight when Tombay came to do his nonsense on my goat and I was already in bed inside my house, Mr. Avifi, the offended man, said. Suddenly I heard a goat made a loud noise. Immediately I rushed outside to find Mr. Tombay was naked and engaged in a relationship with my goat. When I asked him, what are you doing here? He fell off the back of the goat so I captured him and tied him up. I uh, then reported the incident to the local council of elders. They said I should not take him to police, but rather let him pay a dowry for the goat <laughs> because he used it as his wife, uh, now married, happily but married to a goat. Normally, if you get married, aren't you supposed to, the dowry is like a goat? 
Do you know, do you have to give somebody a wife if you want to? That's right. A, a that's human what did female. he say? He found him doing his nonsense. <laughs> doing his nonsense. <laughs> doing his nonsense, which is such a great. Th- I like the idea that all over Australia tonight, there's just couples and just women just going. You needn't think you're going to be doing your nonsense tonight. That's brilliant, isn't it? Some sort of like uh, lover's guide. Well, there. If you want a bit of advice on doing your nonsense. We discovered the gentleman concerned doing his nonsense <laughs> with the animal. That's a big story. Look at this photo of George Michael in the paper. Ooh, he's he's cr- a man who does a bit of nonsense. <laughs> he loves nonsense. <laughs> he's nonsense crazed. But they've done. He's, he's apparently just uh, on the jazz cigarettes and driving his car into parked cars <laughs> constantly now. It's basically a career path for him. It's but they've done that great thing that they do in the newspapers where, you know, if you film someone with a home video camera, Yep. And then you just step through it one frame at a time. When you find the frame where they're ah, blinking yeah, and they've yeah. got their eyes half shut, that's the one you use <laughs> in the newspaper yep. when you want to have someone linked to drugs. Yeah, yeah. And you but can do it with anyone. You can get the queen and you could just go step, step, <laughs> step, step and find the one where she's blinking and whoop. Off her nut, driving into parked cars. But the thing is, she is. As we mentioned before, she smoked that many peace pipes when she visits the Cook Islands and stuff. She's just, you know... She'll wear anything when she gets there. Exactly, yeah. The crown's floating off her head. But the thing about George Michael is, uh, a mate of mine uh, said that he'd uh, he'd met George Michael and apparently the the, the grooming that goes on, like the plucking of the eyebrows and the, the sort of the beard and everything is so precise and it's clearly done with like those laser levelers and all that sort of stuff and he said that he was talking to George Michael but it was so freakishly groomed that he just started to you know he's like he's, he, he couldn't take his eyes off his face and he was sort of like drawn in by by George so like everywhere like George Michael's always going oh yeah you know I want to get away from the you know I don't like to be out in public and I find it difficult and, all and that's because people are just hypnotised by his head you know he's talking to people and they're just going what the hell's going on with that but he's got a protractor out in the mornings just yeah. getting the beard right and yeah. obviously that's sort of starting to, you know, go south now that he's off his nut. Yeah, that's true. He'll have a plumb line. That's what he'll be using. A plumb line and a spirit level. <laughs> Here's, uh, in other music news, of course, uh, Proof was uh, assassinated last week uh, from Eminem's friend. And, of course, um, a lot of people are pointing out that this was predicted in a rock video. That there was a, I didn't yeah. seen the video. Is there a video where Proof yeah. gets shot? Yeah. And then uh, Eminem's waiting in the waiting room as doctors try to revive him. Mm. Um, in a related story, apparently members of Huey Lewis on the News found buried up to their necks in sand. <laughs> Good. I'm just wondering. I mean, I'm going to start watching Rage and see if other bizarre deaths are predicted <laughs> by rock videos. Yeah. Uh, proof. Is that his full name? <laughs> I don't know. Is that yeah. you're a young person. They've normally got kind of dorky names. There are, yeah. like, proofs often turns out to be, like, Wayland. Yeah, they're, 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 they're always called things like that, aren't they? You know, Fernando, Falonzo, <laughs> Billy Bo. Yeah. Yeah. And then, yeah, Proof. His real name's Grease. Grease Proof. <laughs> what about... The slidiest rapper. Here's another photo. The, what do you make of the new Pope, Ross? I mean, do you find, like, us just not up to scratch, oh, kind of like a Timothy Dalton of Pope? Don't get me started on the Pope. I... The trouble is I have to actually rein myself in when it comes to Pope-related matters. <laughs> yeah. Because if somebody... Because I'm a bit like George Michael in the drugs. If I, if somebody just gives me a tiny bit of Pope just now, that that there is enough for me to go on stage tonight and just be fully Pope-fueled. 
the thing about um, uh, Dirk Benedict II, as I like to call him. <laughs> from Battlestar Galactica. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, the, um, uh, the thing about him is, right, and this, and this picture proves it perfectly, right, He's wrapped himself up in the white robes. Look at his old face. Yeah. You know in the E.T. when he's in the basket? <laughs> That's what the new Pope is. So instead of yeah. the glass-walled Pope-mobile, yeah. he could just be a cardinal on a, yeah. a BMX yeah. drive people, him around. People look up. What they should do is uh, on the balcony, they should have a big cutout of the moon. <laughs> and when he comes out to give his speech, just go past it in silhouette form. And, uh, and that'd be quite people coming out. He'd give the blessing and then just touch people with his big illuminated finger. I mean, look at him. He's just, he's, he's, he's pure ET. We're getting hand gestures to suggest that we've already done too much Pope material. Oh, Is sorry, that right? Don't tell me we've got Huey Lewis of the news. Their death has been predicted. I'm you know, telling you, buried up to you, their necks. Do you know where Huey Lewis is now? <laughs> where? I can, I can tell you exactly what Huey Lewis is doing because I sort of keep a, a keen interest on you. I don't know about yeah. the news. Don't the news, ask, don't ask <laughs> not me cited a, for years. Don't ask me about the news. But Huey Lewis is uh, performing uh, the lead role in Chicago. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. And he, um, but I just love the idea that people are sitting in the audience of Chicago <laughs> and he just comes out and just goes, the power of love is acute. And they go, no, Huey, you meant, you meant to do songs from this too. To be hear, square. You don't want to hear the power of love, man. <laughs> and then he just does the normal musical, the numbers from Chicago. I certainly, but with, with a very thin tie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I certainly hope we haven't got him. Have we got him next beer? No. All right, let's see what we have got on Get This. Yes, that's REM. It's Get This Around the Nation. Ross Noble has joined us. I think it's time to climb a certain mountain. Let's hear it. Talkback Mountain is the segment. We've got Ross with us, so I think it's time for unusual facts. And I don't want people to think we're ripping off the shebang. Heard in all states except Adelaide. I know Adelaide. Sorry. But they do amazing facts. This is unusual facts. It's not the same at all. And it's, you're in luck because I am a big fan of unusual facts. <laughs> I genuinely am. Like, what? here's one for you. Yes, let's Can hear I it. Kick, the, kick it off for let's you. Let's hear Do you know Reg Varney? Do you know Reg yeah. Varney? On the buses. On the yeah. buses. You know, he was the first person in Britain to use an ATM. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly. Um, how is that confirmed? Is there a ceremony? How is that there confirmed? Was, well, there was a thing about the first <laughs> ATM to ever be put in was like in, you know, like a, a slough or somewhere like <laughs> yeah. that. And they, Test market. They, and they put it in, and uh, sure enough, local celebrity, Reg Varney, they went, there's your card, you can be the first person. And others were clamouring, and they've gone, like, exactly. clear a path. Yeah. Olive, the bloke that played Blakey. <laughs> was Blakey there going, hang on a second. Oh, but, uh, that transaction was due out five minutes ago. <laughs> the, the, the great thing about Blakey is you can fit him into any... He just it, works anyway. You know, that's kind of... Uh, I was thinking about... Uh, they're getting up to a bit of nonsense there. <laughs> <laughs> we know nonsense, liar. <laughs> nonsense was due out five minutes ago. <laughs> and you well, see they, him in other things, like 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 you see Blakey, the guy who was Blakey, yeah, you know, on the buses, desperately trying to. <laughs> and he'll be in Shakespeare or something. Yeah. And you're just writing. <laughs> <laughs> I knew him well. That's pretty old. That skull was due out five minutes ago. <laughs> it's Tony. The, the other guy, I like the other fella, the bloke that used to, because the the the, um, the other fella and his, you know, the one with the hat that sort of turned down. Bob and, Grant. And yeah, and the one. all and all he ever said was, "Come on, Stan, only a couple of birds." 
<laughs> oh, hang on. No, he said one other thing. He was always going, <laughs> and he was like, he could put more. If you wrote down him saying "quaw," there would yeah. be about seventy R's at the end yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah. It's like uh, like Sid James, like the fact that Sid James from the Carry On film yeah. could just say anything, and it would sound like he was going. <laughs> oh, have you heard Frankie Howard's? Um, this is this is what you should be playing on Triple M. This is the Frankie you know, Howard. You're the Frankie Howard. You're Drop. N- the you'll, Santana. <laughs> you'll never guess what we'll play next. Uh, yeah. See, that would yeah. really make yeah. those ads. Oh, wow. um, Frankie Howard, well, there was a song, I got a, a Carry On CD. <laughs> it was like the, CD. Hits of, the hits of people from the Carry On films, very loosely uh, Carry On based. The people from the Carry On films singing the the, re- the novelty records that they released. Right. And Frankie Howard, you know how he was in Up Pompeii? Yeah, but was he in the Carry Ons, though? Yeah, he crossover? Oh, yeah, yeah, he did, he did too. He was in uh, Carry On Doctor. Oh, right. <laughs> Uh, yeah, he was, uh, and he was the other. Did he go up the Khyber? Uh, I think he was uh, up the jungle. Up the jungle. Yeah, he was jungle and doctor. Right. And um, uh, yeah, because he's the bloke that uh, busts his ass in Doctor. He's like, and he's wearing the saucy pants. You know? and, and did he do carry on again, Doctor? Because that was one where they went, "There's more. Wait, there's more to go." Yeah, yeah. there's more. I, I, I think he didn't because because the trouble was he was funnier than the rest of them. Oh, yeah. And um, but when he was in Up Pompey, he released it. He released this song and I was listening to it and I could not. I was up in Sydney and I and fair enough, I was on painkillers because I'd broken me off. But I was. I, it, it was just going. We went, Pompey up, Pompey. I can never seem to get it up, Pompey. There's no decorum in the form. Oh no. Me, me. <laughs> at some point they've gone that it's needs to be remastered on CD exactly. that the needs thing. an upgrade yeah. and what was Kenneth Williams singing did it have a lot of uh, he, no. um, he was doing Mad Dogs in Englishman Mad Dogs in Englishman me this um but no, Frankie Howard did another one as well, which was Up Your Tem. You know, Your Tem. And he did it with June so Whitfield. And it's just like, it's June Whitfield, and she's going, do, 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 do. Ah, Your Tem. And it's just Frankie Howard going, Oh no, <laughs> give over. I've, I've got to play golf in the morning. Oh, oh my back, not with my back. Oh, give over. Anyway, so now we've got that cleared up. Is that an unusual fact? fact? The yeah. existence of that album would constitute yeah, an yeah. unusual Have fact. Have you got any Frankie Howard on the system? No. No. Exactly. Yeah. Something coming so up. you would guess what we'll play next. Because that's it. When they go, you'll never know what we'll play next, and then you hear Africa by Toto. You go, well, could have probably yeah, guessed. Fair idea. But Frankie Howard. Frankie Howard singing anything. We just want unusual facts. It can be something like, I'm stealing this out of Zoo magazine, Saturn's density, the planet Saturn. Yep is so low that the entire planet of Saturn could float on water. Is that right? It could float. It's like a giant profiterole <laughs> in space. <laughs> and you could just lay it down on a lake and it just float there. Is that where the That's fabric great. Saturn got its, because of its floaty... Quality. Quality. Not spelt the same, but still makes sense. It, but it's the same sound. Very confusing on Dancing with the Stars. <laughs> Somebody turned up actually wearing powers, trousers made out of satin. Out of the planet. <laughs> the planet just rings around the... But if they fell into a pond... They'd be laughing. <laughs> there you go. Yeah. We want unusual facts. And this is the place to call with them. 
And we're going to have an ad break and a song. Excellent. See what I mean? Yeah, I like it. We've readjusted oh, the program. No. <laughs> oh, no. No. That break was two hours five minutes ago. That's one, triple, three, five, three. Okay, you both. Get this. It became a 12-hour ordeal. The census, one, two, three, four on Triple M. Gwen Stefani here at Get This on Triple M. What are you waiting for? We're waiting for unusual facts, not to be confused with amazing facts, <laughs> as heard on the shebang. Ross Noble is here. He loves a fact or two. Oh, I love him. Can can I, can't I, help myself. Can I say quickly that, um, Ross, thank you for coming in. And also, I, I've never seen Tony happier than when you two were both doing Blakey impressions. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like, it just makes life worth living. Because there's very few legitimate reasons in life to do a Blakey. Yeah. It normally would look gratuitous. Yeah. But yeah. if it comes up as a topic on a radio program, fair enough. Yeah. You guys and, are in Blakey and, heaven. And also, because it's because we're in this country and on the buses wasn't quite as big <laughs> as it was everywhere else. You do a bit of a Blakey. Bit. I've done it on stage before. I've gone, meh. And people are going, what? What, what? Why is he doing that? It was, maybe it was just bigger in New Zealand, but we we attended. We went to all three films on the buses, holiday on the buses. Holiday on the buses. Mutiny on the buses. Oh, that's right. When everyone turned on Blakey. All right, we're frightening people. Right. Yeah. Uh, the we're looking holiday for... Holiday on the buses is where the toilet explodes, remember? And they, they poured paint thinner down the toilet and then, somebody, and then uh, Stan threw his fag down there. <laughs> The whole thing. I think Olive was on the toilet. That's right. You won't, it, you won't get comedy of that calibre anymore. It was basically plagiarised from uh, from Carry On Abroad. I think yes. you'll find. Yeah. Oh, let's, let's hear the intro. Sorry. The <laughs> <laughs> bear cannot sleep unless we hear that sound effect. <laughs> we have people on the line chock a block with unusual facts. Reese is on there. Uh, Reese, can you hear us? Hello, hey, Reese. How are you going, guys? Oh, good. Have you got a fact for us? Yeah, I do, actually. If um, the population of China walked past in single file, the line would never end because of the rate of population. Is that right? Yeah. yeah. So someone's walking at the front and some people doing their nonsense at the back <laughs> to bolster the numbers. <laughs> that'd be a mate. That'd be well, they could be doing in private rooms if they really want to, but yeah. That's, yeah but that's, keep the line going. <laughs> yeah, what a nightmare. Yeah, you wouldn't believe where I got that fact from, though. Where? China? So, uh, my wife's sanitary products. Ah. Oh, yeah, what? there's a chock full of those things. Here's another one for Have you, you been, if you want it. What have you been yeah. doing rummaging through them? Oh, no, I just... More to the point, what have you been doing reading them? <laughs> I mean, that's, that's, that's kind of... I'm guessing that the paper was out of reach when you were on the toilet and you went... Well, no. actually, it was within reach while I was on the toilet and then I thought, oh, here's some reading material. Hey. All right. Go on, then what's the other one? The other one is actually... Um, Let me guess. Sanitary products should not be used <laughs> for anything other than their intended purposes. <laughs> well, actually, um, the other one is... I think it's a flea can jump 50 times its own body length, which basically would mean if it was us, we could jump in a football field. Right. Oh, what if yeah. it was a Chinese flea? <laughs> Would it? Oh, well, I don't know. The whole yeah. population could jump then. Yeah. yeah. It'd be a nightmare because you'd be standing at the front of the queue of Chinese people. And could you imagine that? Hello, hi, hi. You know, like at a wedding when you go to them. Hello there, good to see you. Hi. Is this going to end? Hello, hi there. Hi. Oh, woo, is it? Yep, hi. Oh, Wong, woo. Woo, oh, hello. And then someone jumps 50 metres. Yeah, just shoots up into the sky. Just for a bit of variety. We'll let you get back to your Thanks, reading Ray. there, Reese. Thank you. Gary is on the line. Gary, oh, Gary's gone. He's going, I can't top that. Yeah, I can't he's, I can't even what was his fact, do you know? Um, the Queen was in prison the, the, 
the Queen is the only person in England who can drive without a license. Is that true? Does she uh, just get out there on the belt on the weekend? I've, I've, Doesn't matter. I think does she. Yeah, she must drive. Yeah, because right. she's got them uh, Land Rovers, doesn't she? She drives. Yeah. But she owns half the country, so it's not right. like most of it's private land. Oh, you know? so she can just do what she wants. You know what I did once? I was telling somebody <laughs> about this the other night. I've got. Um, uh, I'm big into motorbikes, as you can tell from my fractured arm, <laughs> and um, I've got a motorbike in the UK, which is. Um, it's the pan-European. One was parked outside earlier on, in fact. Yes. Outside of here. Just for reference. <laughs> for yourself, <laughs> Thank obviously. You, yeah. you know, for, for everyone else. I was I was well, having trouble following you yeah. till then. Um, I've got this, this white pan-European police, exactly the same as the police motorcycles. So I bought a yellow jacket <laughs> and a white helmet and black pants. And you ride along and people just think you're a policeman in the rear-view mirror. But I was riding through London one day and like an official car, I don't know who it was, but the, the car was coming through and the police outriders were following. The, you know, I So you were leading the police? And Well, I just took, the, like, tags on behind and went right through London and they couldn't stop and go, you're nicked for going through red lights because they had to follow this official car with royalty in it. Good way to get to embassies. Yeah. So your hobby is impersonating a police officer? <laughs> Pretty much, yes. Very nice. Okay. Jason, next. Hello, Jason. Good, thanks, guys. How are you? Good, man. What's up? What are you, what's your fact? Uh, my fact is that uh, goldfish are susceptible to suffering from uh, um, uh, wow. a memory loss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that too. Um, Come on, think it through. Think it through. Come on, Doctor oh. Harry, you can do it. Give me a minute. I've got an Irish in me. Um, they're susceptible what? to constipation, and the way to cure it is to feed them peas. Ah, ah right. Thank so you. Yeah, we got there in the end. The bear felt the interesting part was that they were susceptible to constipation. I did. But it gets more interesting. Ah, so much more the interesting. The solution is feeding them peas. How'd you come across that? Uh, I actually read it in a FHM magazine. Have you tried it to check whether it's true? No, well, it hasn't done much for my wow. brain capacity. Right. And how do you? How would you feed a goldfish a pea? Oh, I wouldn't have a clue. Force feed it, I suppose. Something to do for the afternoon. Would it, if you took some peas and mushed them up to like liquidise them into a sort of a, a liquid form, and then put <laughs> fish into them so they were swimming <laughs> in technically li like liquid peas, breathing liquid yeah. peas. Would the peas would the peas pass directly through them? Like, do you see what I mean? Because if it if it opens up the system and yeah, frees yeah. constipation, that yeah. must mean it makes the fish poo, which means that and if a fish poos peas. Does it come out as a long, thin, green, like, cord? You think it would do. Someone try it, please. Think, Call us tomorrow. Yeah, that's <laughs> how, Give it a whirl. That's how they make the, uh, the earth wires. For, uh... <laughs> I think we've heard quite a lot of unusual facts today. Is that yeah. really all yeah, we've, we've got, got time for? It. Hang yeah. on a second. Is, is green earth? It's not, is it? Is it? I don't no. know. But I we... just thought if anyone's trying amateur lectures, <laughs> don't want to be responsible for the death of them or their... I don't think people listen to Triple M for electrical advice. <laughs> well, they bloody well sure. <laughs> because you never know what you might hear next. Exactly right. Thanks for the facts, everybody. Triple M. Oh, it sounds like we've been having too much fun again yeah, yeah. because we've gone straight into the end theme. <laughs> too much but as I understand it, the first two ad breaks did go out when they were meant to. That's what I want to hear. So Is that's that minor cause for celebration. That was never an hour. That was a whole hour, Ross. <laughs> You're joking. Ross Noble has been with us mm. for the whole hour. I thought I thought we started at ten. <laughs> I thought we were just having a laugh. Oh, oh God, sorry. I, I shouldn't so, have said those things. It's all gone to air. <laughs>
And Ross Noble's randomest tour, if it hasn't been to your town already, you've got to go and see it when it does. I've got an extra show. Can I just say a quick yes, yeah, the, the, the Palais in St Kilda on Monday. In Melbourne. Because all the Melbourne shows are sold out, so the tickets are still available for that one. Extra show right, on Monday. That. And if you don't get to see Ross, he's got a DVD out of his show Unreal Time. And the, the bonus extra <laughs> is a whole second show. Yeah. How good is that? Has that <laughs> yeah. been done before? Yeah, I don't think so. That's a great yeah. DVD to get that one. Thanks yeah. for coming in, Ross. Thanks for having me. It's been a lot of fun. It's, it has been fun. I'm sorry if anyone's electrocuted themselves <laughs> or killed their fish. Oh, look, it's happened before. Yeah, we'll right. send you a prize pack to make up for it. <laughs> Hasn't been a good day unless you've killed a fish. <laughs> there you go. That's what we always say. Thanks to everyone who helps us put this show together. To Nikki, to Matt, to Katie, to Bear, to the knob jockeys around the network. <laughs> Ed Cavalli, a pleasure as always. Uh, and you, Tony. I understand that there is a new podcast up. Uh, I think the Fifi Box episode is on nice. there. So uh, have a look at that on the all-new look Get This website. And uh, we'll be back uh, next week. We will indeed. And I think the key phrase today was... <laughs> <laughs> back on Tuesday with who? Who is it, Nicky? Come on! Somebody. Somebody really good. It's all thanks to Census. One, two, three, four. Yeah,